Look, let's maybe start off here. I mean, uh, I'm quite interested, I guess, in your assessment of the challenge that's presenting itself in the Winelands municipality, uh, in uh, the areas of Sirius, Dolbach, Wasli, Obdiberg, and Prince Alfred uh, Hamlet, where we've seen, uh, you know, 100 new cases uh, in uh, these uh, rural areas uh, being reported since Tuesday. What's happening in these areas? What's happening on many of these farms uh, that is certainly uh, leading to this uh, rapid rise in infections? Um, the Wittenberg uh, municipality, which is a, a sub-district, half sub-district, under the Cape Winelands, yes. yes, it is the second hotspot after the metro. Um, the last time I checked, we have uh, today 102 cases from there. But noting the clusters uh, that resulted to this outbreak, it started in the prison in the serious prison where we had um, about, I think, 19 cases at the time. And then the, the, the other cluster, it's about where you get uh, maybe three in one of the shops, like it clicks. And then there was also another cluster in the private hospital, but there, I think there were two at the time, uh, private hospital there. And then you have uh, some of those in in the pack areas because you have to divide the farms. You have got the, the the actual agricultural farming where farming is happening in the farms. And then you get like a factory agro-processing where they are packing. So most of these outbreaks is around in the packing industry where you find that there is not much of a social distancing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, just... just I guess, how, how do you preempt that? How, how do you make sure that this doesn't happen? We, in a national debate now around reopening mm-hmm. key sectors of our economy, and I think, uh, you know, uh, uh, with uh, key export sectors uh, remaining open, uh, we set to see activity continuing in, in those sectors. What are some of the expectations that you've placed on the door of many employers in those sectors uh, when it comes to occupational health and safety to ensure that the COVID-19 virus doesn't spread in the province? Um, across actually in all the industries including in the metro because actually the, the, the most outbreaks have been in the metro related to the supermarkets and also to some of the factories um, it's crucial that the, the occupational health and safety and also there is an act where the Department of Labor can actually even enforce and even close down um, the, the, the sector or the industry if it doesn't adhere to that uh, provincial health has got a limitation in the space of the workplace. Hence, it needs the occupational health space uh, in, in relation to, in terms of the national health. Our role is to ensure that, as you indicated correctly, that all these are being adhered to, especially when there's an outbreak of a case where uh, we have to ensure that the employer, because remember, they, these people are um, essential services, and some of them they might have a high turnover. The employers, must ensure that uh, we provide them with the guidelines in terms of who they need to test, mm. in terms of their contact, close contact tracing, and also what is it they need to do before they open up um, uh, their facility, like, for example, to, to disinfect the area, and then you must get a proof uh, from that company that has done the, the disinfection. And also, we have to follow each and every case Plus also the contact, because anyway, the cases are normally on uh, 14 days isolation, some of them self-isolation, some of them in our facilities. But no industry can open 
without we have had a reassurance around that. But what is crucial, what we have done as a province, because remember, it's news even to anyone, how much more to the companies, because mm. they don't even know that what kind of a PPE um, that they need to use for their workers. So we have developed, um, we, have, we have completed for the supermarket one, but we are developing together with, it, with our Department of Tourism and Economy at different protocols that suit different sectors. What is it uh, the garage workers, for example, in the petrol attendance mm. should do uh, in that space? And also, what is the role of the employer in that space? And uh, what is the role of uh, someone who's, who, like now, on the first, some of the um, work uh, situation will be open. What is the role of the person who works in the post office? Mm. What is the role of the, uh, like in, in, in a factory, if it's so open that you are all squashed or maybe you are working in an open plan environment, what could be the best distance and all of those? For example, yesterday I was in Wittenberg, there in the Wineland. I visited three farms, including where they're doing the packing. Mm. Uh, you will find that in the actual farming communities, in terms of their housing, where they stay, uh, it's easier for them because they are in a close community, I mean, environment. You find that they will be safer, better, better, safer there in that space because it's individually and also it's an open mm. space, which and everyone has got an own house. Okay. But when you go outside, um, there's a township called Induli, which is any other township where you'll find that there will be also informal settlements. Where you'll find that actually these are more at risk. Uh, because you get backyard dwellers, which is like in any other township. Again, and then you get in the other areas where you'll find that it's a, it's a, it's a, a high density of the informal settlement. Now, some also indicated that some of the other clusters are from the shopping centers. Mm. So we find that for those who are staying farm, they hardly go outside because they've got their shops inside the yard of the farm. So it means that they are safer. It's like when you are staying in an old age home, we will find that you are safer as an older person. You haven't gone out. You are, you, are, you are not exposing yourself to the others. It's only the people who will come and visit you who will expose you to the virus. Same applies there. But now when others go outside and go to these shops, that's mm. when now they get exposed. Sure, sure. So these are things that we need uh, to look at. Also, the okay. role MEC, of the MEC, I want us to pause here for a second uh, because okay. we need to uh, take a break and we have one uh, looming uh, rather quickly. And uh, when we come sure. back, and if we're not strong on an cross-border travel, uh, or cross-provincial border travel and uh, what impact that has for many seasonal workers in some of these sectors. And uh, we'll also take a look at some of the other uh, occupational health issues uh, raised by this concern. Metro FM Talk. Ain't no way overnight to turn your life around. And this ain't the conversation of someone who never falls back down. But no matter how long you've been on trial with the days and the weeks of self-denial, but no matter how many times you tried to make it, and found out that right then you just couldn't take it. If you're looking for a loser who found strength and success, remember the spirit of Brother Malcolm X. And know that you can leave all of your mistakes behind the day that you really make up your mind. 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 Aya Bonga Tawe on Metro FM Talk. Six minutes it is before uh, 9 p.m. And we take a look at uh, the challenge of COVID-19 in the province of the Western Cape. And I'm joined on the line by the MEC for Health in the Western Cape, Dr. Noma Frenjimbombo. And uh, Doc, I guess uh, there's the big issue 
of mm-hmm. uh, many of uh, the people in the population in the Western Cape who come uh, from the Eastern Cape, like uh, uh, the two of us, and uh, who certainly travel across those borders. And we saw many around the Easter period uh, wanting to do the same. And I think in the case of many of these seasonal workers, many of them might want uh, to do the same and head back to the Northern Cape or to the Eastern Cape. How are you ensuring uh, that that uh, in particular doesn't happen uh, so that you're able to contain uh, the spread of this particular virus and you don't create an unnecessary problem for other, uh, I guess, uh, neighboring provinces uh, uh, that are also trying to contain the same. Yes, it's true. I'm also from the Eastern Cape. <laughs> I'm Tanzania Township. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, no, you see, uh, like when I was there yesterday, the Wittenberg, almost about, it's actually it's more than 20,000. Uh, that means to, because it's a seasonal workers mm-hmm. that that normally, and that that will have want, will want to go back uh, by, by, because the season is ending now, and also the next season comes in August. So the option is about, like now, the announcement that you can only move once. Uh, will they be able, because they are essential workers, they do have the permit, by the way, to leave. They do have a permit mm. because they, the contract has ended. Uh, so they've got an option where uh, probably go home, which is the, it's the people who are the uh, fathers, who are the mothers, who have got homes. And most of them, where I was, are coming from the area tax break, a stack. Mm. Uh, mm. So, uh, and they, they came through this uh, scouting uh, and all of those. So now they need to go back home. So they, they miss home. So the option is about, they can go back home, but they do have the permits. Mm. Uh, however, uh, to for, for, like for me, who also understands the situation is completely different, especially when they have to go to the rural areas. You don't want them to be exposed mm. in that kind of an environment. So at least what we have done, uh, like when I was there yesterday, is about the companies, they do have an obligation to screen and also to test, especially those at least who are at least who are, uh, have got a means, a capacity and money-wise. Of course, you will have a small farms where they could be able not to, where we will assist them. So mm. all of those workers, uh, actually some of them have been screened already sure. with those big farms. Okay. Others will screen, make the point that they are screened. But they, the issue is going to be if now they have to come back in August mm. when they cannot move twice. Number two is about will the Eastern Cape do the same thing when they come back? Mm. So we have to look at all of those. But uh, unfortunately, you, you cannot yeah. not allow uh, people to go home because they've got uh, children mm. and they are parents. And of course, there's tenure issues on some of these farms where even the farm owners will say, hey, man, you know, we brought you in here for a seasonal and a specified period. Now you must go back to where you come from or maybe come back and go August, as you say. Just the last one from my end, uh, Minister. Mm. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. Sure, uh, but sure. Before I let you go, I mean, I guess the big question for the province of the Western Cape is, are you ready for the worst of this? Are you ready for the peak period? Uh, and I'm thinking around oh, July, August, September or so. And when I ask this, I mean, I'm not mm. asking if Constantia is ready or Clifton <laughs> is ready or Camps Bay is ready or even, you know, some of the rich farmers in Khrabo and Ceres are ready. I'm asking if Abandu Bangasembegweni, Abandu Basetanun, the people of uh, Langa, Kailicha, uh, and uh, even some of the townships and places mm. like Mossel Bay, are those people ready? Are those communities ready? Are the field hospitals ready? Do we have places where we're going to rapidly go and undertake a mass testing? Because it seems to me that we might have to confront the peak period, even mm. before it happens. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Our, our modeling projections is about around about July, August. 
the highest peak, uh, the number of cases, it could be about 80,000, mm. considering that you are still approaching the flu season, the winter, where we've seen some of the people who have got compromised immunity, and we've seen that you know, the people who get affected mostly by the virus. Hence, we'll find that, like, like the city ICC, Cape Town um, uh, Convention Center, which now we're going to add uh, 800 beds. Also, we've looked in terms of the other additions for in case, because um, this number of beds that we have together with a private, because we work together with a private, when we calculate if we're going to have that highest peak of about 80,000 people infected, will it be short of about 1,000 beds? Uh, yes, uh, also, some like like where I've just spoken about a Wittenberg, uh, where we have to make it a point that there's also a 24 hour service. Um, more of the EMS that are dedicated, uh, especially when the people are sick at night. Um, more of the triage and testing sites so that you don't wait only for the mass contact screening and testing, but you could be able to go. And for those who might just need an oxygen, because we have COVID, we know that it's a whole issue mm. about the oxygen must be there. We want more volunteers. Uh, we think that the national department will add more of the doctors again. We always say that it starts from the local. Any unemployed doctor who's here in the Western Cape, even the GP, who might not have much to do because people are on lockdown, uh, are welcome uh, in terms of being volunteers, plus also might mm. appoint others. We'll be adding almost 200 nurses who are currently unemployed because they've completed their community service. Uh, so we are... But the issue is about the people who still don't do social distancing. They still gather, especially in these areas that you are talking about. We'll have to leave it there, man. Uh, ran mm. out of time. But uh, a pleasure catching up with you. And we certainly hope that as we uh, confront the peak of this particular disease, that you'll be on hand uh, to give us a sense of Indoenza Kayo and Jonah Kolo. That there was uh, the MEC for Health in the province of the Western Cape, Noma French Mbombo, uh, Dr. Noma French Mbombo, speaking to us uh, this evening and uh, certainly saying, uh, we certainly hope uh, that that is indeed the case because uh, by the time the peak of this uh, virus comes, just in on the back of a Zoom call, no, no. As we head to the peak...